words of Jesus to the body of Christ that we may fulfill his destiny on earth and carry out the assignment that he's given to us in the year 2022. Thank you again for uh, uh, the awesomeness of your love, your grace, and your mercy. And uh, thank you for being with us tonight. Minister to your people. Even while I'm speaking tonight, Lord, I pray that sign, wonders, and miracles will take place in our lives, answers that they need will happen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you in advance for the victory that has already been wrought through the blood of Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. Now, this month we've been dealing with the empowerment of the Holy Ghost for miracles. Um, let's uh, go around something because I want to make sure you uh, understand uh, the empowerment side of the Holy Ghost. Um, so I want you to uh, write this down. Uh, working with the working with the leading of the Holy Ghost. Working with the leading of the Holy Ghost. Uh, so important that you understand the process of working with the leading of the Holy Ghost. Or I could put it in this fashion, how to be led by the Spirit. How to be led by the Spirit. Now, we're going to open up with John chapter 4, St. John chapter 4, verse 24. Because it's very important that you understand what I'm going to minister to you in order for you to function properly in the kingdom of God and receive the demonstration, the manifestations that he has assigned for you uh, to do uh, in your connection to him. Now in John chapter 4, verse 24, I want you to pay close attention. God is a spirit. And notice what we're saying. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now what, what I want you to pay close attention to is this. God is a spirit. So now everything God does, he does it from a spiritual side. God doesn't do anything from the natural side because there's no natural side to him. Everything about God is spiritual or supernatural. So when we're working with him, we must understand that he works from the premise of the supernatural or the spirit of God. Uh, so if we're going to be able to demonstrate, move, and work with the Holy Spirit, first of all, we must know everything happens in the spirit world. Even though we live in this natural body, but in the kingdom of God, we operate from a spiritual realm, from the spiritual realm. Now, we are triune being. We uh, live in a body. We possess a soul, and we have a spirit. So spirit, soul, body. So my spirit first, my soul, then my body. It function like that. So everything happens from the spirit. The spirit contacts the soul and the soul contacts the body and we see things happen. Now, in the process of you understanding this, I want you to understand everything's happening from the spirit. And a lot of times we don't get things done because we try to do it from a natural standpoint. From a natural standpoint, but when we in the in the presence of God or in the premise of working with God, 
You must understand it must be according to the spirit of God. Now, we must understand this, that the word and God are synonymous. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word. So just like God's the spirit, the word of God is a spirit. The word of God functions as a spirit. It has power to create. It has power to change. It has power to increase. The word of God is full of power. And we have to understand that. Now, so we got the spirit. We got the word. We got the spirit. We got truth. Now, that's important to us. Um, do I want to go there? And John 6, 6 to 3, we'll go there. John 6, 6 to 3, look at that. Uh, again, I'm trying to get you to emphasize, we're going to deal with the spirit side. John 6, 6 to 3. Now, John chapter 6, verse 6 to 3. Jesus is speaking here, and he's saying something very important to us. See, and he says that it is the spirit that quickened it. So Jesus is referencing to the spirit. If the spirit that quickened it, the flesh profit nothing. So God doesn't deal with the flesh because they know it produces nothing. It's the hindrance. Uh, it's, it gets in the way. It becomes contrary uh, to the things of God, to the plans of God, to the purpose of God. Then he said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. Now notice the words that I speak, they are spirit. So the word of God is spirit. Is supernatural. And then he goes on to say, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. They are life. Spirit that produces life. So spirit and truth. Are you seeing it? Spirit and truth. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more, but I want you to see that, that the word of God is spirit. And see, this is why the devil don't want you to get into the word of God, because you know once you get into the word of God, you're going to begin to function from the spirit of God. And see, he can't handle the word. That's why when Jesus was in the garden uh, being tested in the wilderness, he gave him the word. He couldn't handle it. He can't handle the word of God. So when you begin to utilize the word and, and speak the word from a spiritual point, uh, from the spirit of God that's within you, he can't handle that. And therefore, he has to bow to you and allow what you say come to pass because you operate from the premises of God's spirit. Amen. Now, why is this so important to us? Go to Zechariah chapter four. Zechariah. We need to look at this. The Holy Spirit told me to go here. So Zechariah chapter four, because if you're going to see signs, one is a miracles, you're not going to see it from the flesh side or from your effort. It's not going to be from you because everything is, again, from the spirit of God. And the spirit of God, the word of God. Now, the Holy Ghost only deals with the word. I'll give that again. The Holy Ghost only deals with the word. Remember, over John, he said he watched over his word to perform it. Well, the Holy Ghost is watching over God's word to perform it. That's when God spoke in, in Genesis 1 and God said, and then the Bible says, and the Holy Spirit began to move. When he moved, he moved on God's word. But he does the same thing for us, ladies and gentlemen. When we begin to speak the word of God, the Holy Ghost begins to move on the word of God. Now, here in Zechariah chapter 4, 
Then he answered and spake unto me, Zachariah saying, saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor by power. Now he's saying power. That's by his power. That's by his natural power. It's not talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. And then it says, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So everything is uh, in demonstration by his spirit. Are you seeing this? By the spirit of God. So it's not in your might, it's not in your power, but it's by the spirit of God that is going to create and demonstrate the things of God from the word of God. Hallelujah. Now, let's go a little farther and uh, look at uh, this. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4. No, Proverbs chapter 20. I want to give you this as well. Proverbs chapter 20. Let me get there. And we want to look at verse 27. Again, I've got to get you to understand you are a spirit person. You are a spirit man. You are a spirit man or a spirit woman and you have to function from the spirit. Amen. Now we're going to tell how the Holy Spirit is there to help you along those areas. Now, in Proverbs 20, 27, it says the spirit of man is the counter of the Lord, searching all the, <coughs> excuse me, inward parts of his belly. Well, the belly is talking about the spirit, searching all the inside. He, he works on the inside of your spirit, helping you to cipher uh, what needs to be done, what needs to be said, what needs to be carried out. So he's, so he's searching on the inside of you to make sure you're able to carry out the things of God. Now, let's go to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. So you have to learn to work within the parameter of the kingdom of God. Jesus did it. Paul did it. Peter did it. John. They all work with the, with the premise of the spirit of God. Uh, and because of that, they were able to uh, produce the signs, the wonders, and the miracles that God wanted to display before people. Why? Miracles is an advertisement to God. Signs are advertisement to God. Miracles are advertisement to God. Why? To bring people to him. So it's not to build us up. It's an advertisement for God to bring people to him. Are you understanding that? Now, in Romans chapter 8 again, let's go there. Very powerful scripture. One that should be meditated on. Now watch this class. Um, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God. Now notice, led by the Spirit of God. And that's what we're talking about. Working with the leading of the Holy Ghost or how to be led by the Spirit of God. So you and I as a believer, we're supposed to be led by the Spirit of God. Now, he leads us uh, from the inside. 
still small voice, uh, 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 unction that we'll get sometime uh, that he will speak because see the Holy Ghost is inside your spirit. He's taking residence in your spirit. So inside you, he'll speak to you, speak to your soul, to let you know what's, what's supposed to happen, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to carry out. And it's so important that you grab a hold of those things when he's talking to you. That's why the Bible says, grieve not the Holy Spirit, which is of God. But now notice here again, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So now the sons of God are supposed to be led by the Spirit of God. Let me say that again. The sons of God are supposed to be led by the Spirit of God, which is so important. Now, you and I are son of God. Because we've been born again. So now we can be led by God's spirit because we are the sons of God. Amen. Now, for we have not received the spirit of this world of the bondage of fear again, but we have received the spirit of that whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bear witness, watch this, verse 16, the spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So the the spirit bear witness with our spirit that of who we are or what we're supposed to be doing. So now the Holy Spirit on the inside of us leads us or give us what we're supposed to do. When we do that, we our spirit bear witness with it that it's the truth. It's what we're supposed to do. It's how we're supposed to function. And so when you understand that, it makes your life easier because you're not being led by you. You've been led by him or by directed by God through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now it's very important that you get a hold of this. So every day he wants to lead and guide and show you what you're supposed to be doing. Amen. Uh, on the inside of you. He always talks on the inside. You'll hear God from the inside. Sometimes it's a small voice. Uh, sometimes it's, it's a vision. Sometimes, sometimes you can hear his voice. There's been times where I've heard the voice of God. And, and I said, what you say, Lord? And I heard it. it's like an audible voice of somebody talking to me. Other time, it just on the inside of me, I just know by the spirit, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I get an unction. I get an unction. Now, go with me to 1 John chapter 2. Go with me to 1 John chapter 2. I want to give you this, 1 John chapter 2, please. Now, verse 20, 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. And then I'm going to show you from here, sometimes there's an unction. Uh, we call it a, a holy prompting uh, that you are sensed on the inside of you. Uh, but you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. So he's there to help you to know the things you're supposed to know. Get a hold of this. Now, in the Amplified, it says, but you have been anointed by, you hold a sacred appointment from, you have been given an unction from the Holy One, and you all know the truth, or you know all things, well, all things concerning what pertains to you, or uh, what you're supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to be carrying out, or how you're supposed to pray. All these things, the Holy Ghost will assimilate those things to you, 
in the realm of the spirit. And then you walk it out in the flesh. You, you know, once you get it, then you begin to put your put feet to what you're doing on the outside. Now, so now you know that you have this on the inside. Now, drop, drop down to verse 27, the same chapter. But the anointing which you have received abideth in you. So now this anointing, which is the spirit of God, is on the inside of you. Now this anointing is present to help you function in the realm of the supernatural, in the realm of the spirit, in connection to God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is real. This is this is not a myth. This is not mystical. This is practical in the realm of the spirit when you know how to function. Those when you know how to function in the things of God. Amen. He will tell you. He'll speak to you. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. Uh, every day, sometimes the very littlest detail in your life, he'll show you. He'll speak to you. And it'll come. you always come out on top because that's what he's been designed to do. The Holy Ghost has been designed to keep you on top and to keep you in victory at all times when you work with him. So that means you must get to know the Holy Spirit. Uh, because he's there present with you every day. He knows the wins, the how, the where's, the do's, and the don'ts. The Holy Ghost do. All right? So you got to get to know him. You talk to him. You don't pray to him, but you talk to him. See, you don't only pray to the Father, you pray to Jesus. Pray to the Father in Jesus' name. But you can talk to the Holy Ghost. Uh, you can inquire of the Holy Ghost. You can ask questions with the Holy Ghost, and he will help you along the way. Now, let's get into that. Let's go over, uh, let's go back to John. Go back to St. John chapter 14. Now, if you do this, you'll begin to see remarkable things happen in your life on a daily basis. Because see, every day God's speaking, every day God's moving, Every day, every day, God wants to prove his love to you more and more. But you have to work with his spirit. Amen. God doesn't work with flesh. Only Satan likes working with people's flesh and get them to do bad stuff and stupid stuff. And uh, But God works with your spirit because why? He is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth or must flow with him in spirit and in truth. Now in John chapter 14, we're going to look at verse number 16, John 14, 16. Now watch what it says here. Now, we're talking about working with the leading of the Holy Spirit or how to be led by the Spirit. See? Uh, it goes on to say, and I will pray, Jesus said, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. Now, the Holy Ghost is called the comforter. It's one of his other names uh, that he's called, that he may abide with you forever. So now the Holy Ghost is there to abide with you forever, to work with you in the realm of the spirit, uh, to carry out and to fulfill the assignment God has given to you and I in the kingdom of God. Now, 
Then it goes on to say, uh, even the spirit of truth, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it's still they're not need to know him. But you know him. See, you're supposed to know the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, you're supposed to know him. But he dwelleth in you and shall be in you. So now when you get born again, the Holy Spirit comes and takes residence in your spirit. Amen. And he comes from God. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a, a present of God. He's a portion of God that God puts inside of us so we can be in connection to him on the earth. So we can have a divine connection from heaven to earth that's never broken. A divine connection between the Holy Spirit and God on a daily basis. 25 hours a day, 365 days out of the year, you got this divine connection. Now, now let's go over, let's keep moving. I got to keep moving here. Let's go over to John 15, go to the next chapter. See, training you in the word now, how to be led by the spirit. So you can get the things that God wants you to do and begin to follow his plan. Follow his purpose. Follow his instruction. Now, at John 15, again, I want you to look at verse number 26. John 15, 26. Look at, but when the comforter has come, whom I will send unto you, from the Father. So now the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, proceeds from the Father. The Father sends him on the inside of you, so you will not be left alone. He would say, I will not leave you as an orphan. In other words, I will not leave you by yourself once you come into my kingdom. I'm going to give you somebody that's going to help you along the way. And the Holy Spirit is there. Even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he should testify me. So now we know that the Holy Spirit came from the Father. But he came from the Father to reside in you. Why? So you can stay in connection to the Spirit of God and function and flow and do the will of God. Now, you have to, you have to work on this. You have to get to know the Holy Spirit. You have to inquire the Holy Spirit. You have to talk to the Holy Spirit. Amen. He's a person. He's not a it. He's a person that came from God to live in you. It's called, he's called the spirit of truth. He's called the comforter. Now, the comforter uh, in the Greek is called uh, player, uh, paracletus. It's a Greek word. But in the Amplified, it says, but the comforter, the comforter, is, he, he, he does seven things in your life. He's a counselor. He's a helper. He's an advocate, he's an intercessor, he's a strengthener, and he's a standby. Comes whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, which proceeds from the Father, he himself will testify. No one he'll keep talking to you about what the Father wants you to do, what the Father has given a uh, uh, purpose for you on the earth. So he's there to assist you in your kingdom assignment. And what happens is a lot of times people ignore them and they do stupid stuff. They get in trouble. Uh, they get out the will of God. They get out the plan of God because they get in the flesh. Well, when they get in the flesh, you know who's going to talk to you? Satan. And he'll keep pulling you farther and farther away from the things of God, which is not good. Now, let's go to 
chapter 16, we're going to keep moving. So now we know the comforter, he comes, he's the Holy Spirit, and he, he's, a, he's a counselor. Now, if he's a counselor, watch this. If he's a counselor, if he's a counselor, he's ready to counsel you concerning things in your life. But you know, never ask the counselor. You go to people on the outside and people that give you their opinion. People that talk to you from their mess up. Well, that don't mean you'll mess up like them. So it's good to get it from the truth giver, the spirit of truth. So he's the comforter. He's a counselor. He will counsel you. He will give you insight. If, you get, if you're stuck, you don't know what to do, you're frustrated, ask the counselor uh, what to do. You know, with the, at the school, they call him a guidance counselor. Well, the Holy Ghost is a guidance counselor. He helps place you and position you so things can go right for you. Are you listening? He's a helper. So you never by yourself. He'll help you with. He's an advocate. He's always making intercessions for you and you mess up. He's talking to God about you and uh, making sure that things keep going right and cover you. I mean, there's so much here that God has made it so easy for us and we just work within the confinement of the word of God. He's an innocent. He's always interceding, making sure things go according to the plan and purpose of God. He's a standby. He stands by you all the time. Most times you don't even recognize that he's there. You know, every night, Holy Spirit, thank you for helping me. Holy Spirit, thank you for showing me. Holy Spirit, thank you for enlightening me. See, I say those things to him. When I realize he did something, I say, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you so much. I appreciate you helping me in that area. And, 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 and that's good because we can, we, can, we can give him thanks. We can tell him thank you for helping. There's nothing wrong with that. But we can't worship the Holy Spirit. We worship God. <laughs> Amen. We praise Jesus, but we can thank him. We can appreciate what he's do for us in our life. Now, now drop down to chapter 16. We're almost finished. Just stick with me. Now, after you hear this, you ought to begin to put this in practice and you'll see things will be so easy. He'll give you insight, revelation, and tell you what, when, how, do's, and don'ts. I'm telling you, it makes your life so much sweeter. He's a guidance counselor. He's a, he's a guide for your life. What does God do? Lead you. A God directs you. A God points you in the right direction. A God would tell you, now don't go around this being because if you do, if you go too far over, so, so he's, he, he's there to protect you. I mean, it's all of that is right there with the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, in John 16, now we know that he proceeds, proceeds from the Father. We know he's living on the inside of us to make contact with us, to lead us and to guide us into all truth. Now, now, watch this, verse number 13. In light of the truth, verse number 13, how be it, how be it, the function, how be it, or how it's going to go. Here it is. When the spirit of truth, so now the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Remember, Jesus said the words that I speak to you are spirit and Truth, they produce truth. Now, he will lead you and guide you in all truth. Uh, it's come, he will guide you. Going to, for he, the spirit of truth, is come. He will guide you into all truth. 
for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Now, again, Romans 14 says, They that are led by the Spirit of God are the Son of God. Now, notice the Holy Ghost is here to guide us into all truth. Let's get this now. In the Amplified, it says, But when, the, when he, the Spirit of truth, the truth-given Spirit, comes, he will guide you into all truth, the whole truth, the full truth, but he will not speak his own message on his own authority. But he will tell you whatsoever you hear from the Father. He will give you a message that's been given to him. He will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. So now notice this. The Holy Ghost is a divine assistance, not only for the present, but for the future. Let me say that again. Not only for the present, but for the future. He will show you things to come that's that's now, and he'll show you things to come that's in your future, and they help navigate you to that, and they help give you the inroads to make it happen. Amen. So the Holy Ghost is your partner in functioning in the kingdom of God. I mean, I can't do nothing outside the Holy Ghost. I mean, when I pray for people, I get direction. I say, Holy Spirit, what you want me to do? How you want how you want me to handle this? See, because I'm not the healer. I'm not the deliverer. I'm not the savior. I'm a servant. So as a servant, I must go to the one that assists me in servanthood, which is the Holy Spirit. Amen. And sometimes the Holy Spirit will say things to us prophetically but we never go to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit, how is this going to happen? How am I supposed to function? What am I supposed to do with the word that I received from the Father? And sometimes we get the word, we don't pay them no mind, we don't inquire over, and so they never come to pass. No, we have to do this on purpose. Amen. You know, uh, like a you know, couple of, uh, when, when I went to buy my truck, the Holy Spirit told me some things to do. And then the Holy Spirit, I was, you know, going down and then the Holy Spirit said, be anxious for nothing. But by everything, by prayer and supplication, that he was telling me, slow down and relax. I got this. And when I slow down and relax, I said, okay, Holy Spirit, you got it. Hallelujah. And it wasn't, maybe Two months, I don't know, a month or so, the man called me and said, we got your truck. Praise God. But I was trying to do it in my own self. He said, no, I got this. So a lot of times we say we give stuff to God, then we go back and pick it up and try to do it ourselves. But God had the truck there at the right price, with the right person, with the right favor. It was just easy. I mean, I mean, easy. And then right after that, a month later, that was, uh, I got I think I got a truck in December. And then in January, here come the boat. The Holy Ghost told me to go down there and, tell, you know, go to the boat place. But I went to the boat place. I really went down to show off my truck. Told him, look at my truck, you know. And then in the process, he says, now you're ready for another boat. Now, this is what he said to me, the owner. 
He said, I have one for you. I want you to look at it. Well, again, that was a divine unction. I didn't, I went, didn't go to the Bible. I just went down to some, but God had that there. And the man bought my boat bike and paid me extra for it. Amen. Took that, put it down on the boat that he wanted me to have. <laughs> and I come out with the book. I'm just trying to show you signs, wonders, and miracles. See, that's a manifestation of the Holy Ghost. These things like this can happen all the time to all of us if we just relax and follow the Spirit of God and let the Spirit of God lead us and don't be antsy and anxious in the flesh. A lot of times people, you know, got things or bought things or hooked up with the wrong people because they didn't inquire of the Holy Ghost. You better inquire, baby. You better get the, the you better get direction from the Holy Spirit. He will lead you, he will guide you in the all truth. You know, the more you the more you are born again, the more years you enter the kingdom of God, is the more you have to depend on him. The more he elevates you, the more he gives to you, the more revelation you get, the more anointing you get. Uh, there's a responsibility for you to lean more on the Holy Spirit, especially if you're in ministry, especially if there's a calling of God on your life. Sometimes we don't pay attention to the Holy Spirit and he's trying to develop us in our call. We got so much other stuff. We can't see why he's trying to develop us. The Holy Ghost will prepare you for ministry, but you got to allow him to. Amen. You got to listen to him and he'll help you and tell you. Don't do this. Stop that. That's bad. Don't go over there. I mean, he do me all the time. So I know if he do me, he'll do he do anybody else that will yield to his counsel, yield to his help. Amen. You know, uh, you know. Sometimes, one time he say, "No, you have to as minister. You have to shun the very presence of evil. Sometimes things just look evil. Then the Bible say, "Don't let your good be evil spoken of." You know, it can be good. But because it don't look right, it becomes even spoken of. So you have to be very careful in, in the walk with God in the realm of the spirit. Because remember now, you're trying to produce signs, wonders, and miracles. So everything has to function in the spirit. Everything has to go according to the spirit. And when you do that, then it comes out like the spirit of God wants to come out every single time. Church, say amen to that. Now, Another way to be led by the Spirit is praying in the Spirit. Spending time praying in the Spirit. You know, some of y'all have the, you've been baptized with the Holy Ghost, but you don't use your prayer language. Let me say it again. You've been baptized in the Holy Ghost, but you don't use your prayer language. You don't use your prayer language. Well, if you don't use your prayer language, my God, you're not going to be led by the Spirit. You'll be trying to function in the natural. When you feel the unction of prayer in the Holy Ghost, you pray. You don't have to pray aloud. You can pray. You can pray within yourself and pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I be walking around here all the time praying in the Holy Ghost. They don't hear me because I'm not talking to them. I'm talking about, yeah, about you know, the Bible says, how he that's speaking out on tongues, speaking out on the men, but unto God, how be it in the spirit. He's speaking mystery. He's speaking plans and purpose and things to know, things to come. 
Do you not understand that? Jews say, building up your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. Do you understand that? And when you don't pray in the Holy Ghost, you short circuit the spirit. You don't understand the spirit. Let's go to Ephesians. I'm almost finished. You got to pray in the Holy Ghost. If you want to be led by the spirit, then you got to pray in the spirit because the Holy Ghost is there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. You got to pray in the spirit. You know, and sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's 15 minutes, sometimes it's 30 minutes. It just depends what he's trying to accomplish through you. Uh, I think it's Ephesians chapter six. Yeah, Ephesians chapter six. And we want to look at verse number 17. I'm almost finished. I think this is going to be the last one. I'm not sure, but 17. In the Amplified Version, it says this, and take the heaven of salvation and the sword that the Spirit wields, which is the Word of God. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. The, the sword, the, the word is like a knife. It's like a sword. It cuts through whatever's trying to get a hold of you or what's still in front of you. You know, when, when they go into the jungle, there's a lot of stuff they have what they call a machete. It goes and it cuts. It tears down. So it opens up the pathway. So the word of God, it cuts. It opens so you can walk down the pathways that God wants you to go down. Amen. So you always got to be swilling that words of uh, swinging that word, saying that word, the sword of the spirit, confessing that word, no weapon that formed against me. The Lord is my shepherd. I mean, you, you're speaking those things. Now to God is able to do exceedingly. By his strength, I'm healed. I mean, now, to, I mean, all these things, see what you're doing, you're sending in course and you're giving the Holy Ghost something to work with. But if you never put the word out there, he has nothing to work with. And it's going to take you longer and longer and longer to see God moving your life in a supernatural way. Now, notice verse 18 is very important. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Pray and pray at all times. On every occasion. And in every season. In the spirit. So now it's telling you that different times uh, you're supposed to be praying. When there's an occasion, something come up or when there's a when there you see a season change, when God get ready to change you in a season or take you to a, another dimension uh, then there's a season in your life that he's trying to bring you and then he'll allow you to pray in the spirit and that pray in the spirit it helping you to usher you into a new season or new, new dimension a new era of God in your life that you've never been there before. But you go there through the spirit world. You open it up. You pray in the Holy Ghost. And then it shifts you to another dimension. You know, when I, or he, The Holy Ghost will escort you into another dimension that you have not been before when you begin to pray in the spirit. On every occasion, you got things coming up. Uh, you got things that's happening on uh, your family or whatever. You pray in the spirit. 
Whatever it is, you get direction from the Holy Ghost. You don't get directions from people because people don't know what God's going to do in your life. And they can delay or stop or hinder what God's trying to get to you. And because you believe their word more than you believe the word. And oh, that's going to get you into a lot of trouble. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I, I, I've seen God move uh, in incredible ways just by listening to him. Praise God. I was down in St. Kitts preaching one time on an evangelistic crusade. And uh, this particular night, the Lord had me to speak on, I believe, a spiritual authority, walking in your kingdom authority. And while I was preaching, I began to smell witchcraft. And, uh, and all of a sudden I start sniffing, like you're smelling something. And come, what came out of my mouth was, I smell witchcraft, who working witchcraft in here? I mean, it just came out of my spirit. And the Holy Ghost said, you ain't here. And God wants to bring deliverance to you from that spirit of witchcraft. Well, I happened to look up on the wall and the, 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 the demon had, had this guy that was working uh, plastered on the wall. But I began to speak. See, that's being led by the spirit. I was able to bring deliverance to the, the individual. Into the, then another lady, uh, she came for prayer and she had uh, some serious issue with her son. She couldn't forgive her son for something her son did. <clears throat> When I went to lay hands on it, the Holy Ghost said, pull your hand back. Something might be led by the Spirit. He said, pull your hand back. There's something she must do in order to be healed. And he began to tell me uh, something happened between her and her son. It was like 15 years that it had happened and she was still holding that. And that was keeping her back out of whack. It, kept, it was keeping her back from being healed. The demon was at the got a hold of her back because of this unforgiveness in her heart. But she said she couldn't forgive her son. And then I began to talk to her. I said, the Holy Spirit said, you must forgive him. She said, I can't. Now, how could I know that? I, I don't even live over there. I live in the United States. But the Holy Ghost knew. She said, I can't. You don't know what he did. I said, you mean to tell me you rather live in pain than to forgive him? So if I lay hands on you, it won't do any good. You won't be healed. You only be healed if you forgive what your son has done. I had to work with her about a good 30 minutes. Finally, I got her to get. I said, now forgive him. Let it go. And I said, now lift your hand and praise God. I said, now the Holy Spirit said, now tell her when she lift her heart, her voice and praise me, I'm going to set her back free and all pain going to leave her. Ladies and gentlemen, she started out. I said, no, uh -uh, baby, you got to open your mouth and praise God. When she lifted her hand, threw her hand up and opened her mouth and praised God, the spirit of God picked up and threw her on the back. She laid on her back, just out on the pound, got up, totally healed. Well, what if I had laid hands on her, didn't listen to the voice? She went and got nothing. 
but a, a dead hand on a hurting body. No, listening to the spirit of God produces results. Hallelujah. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. And that's what I'm trying to get you to see. That you function like this, and then the Holy Ghost will direct you. And then you'll see the manifestation of signs, wonders, and miracles. I pray you got something out of this tonight. Praise God. Amen. My devil was to give you some divine instructions so you can start seeing these things happen in your life like I see them happen in my life. I mean, God don't love me anymore. He love you. It's just I learned how to work with the leading of the Holy Ghost. I learned how to be led by the Spirit. And these are how I know these things. Amen. And then I just follow. Amen. In the faith of God. And see the Holy Spirit bring things into manifestation. Amen. Father, I thank you tonight that your people grasp what's been said to them tonight so they'll be able to function with the Holy Spirit and see you move in their life in incredible ways as you have, as you have done in my life over the years. I pray, God, that the Holy Spirit will open their understanding further and they'll know how to work with the Holy Spirit no matter what it is or no matter who it is. They'll know how to work with the Holy Spirit as their comforter, their helper, their strengthener, their standby, their advocate. Oh, Holy Spirit. We invite you to help us. Holy Spirit, we invite you to direct us. Holy Spirit, we invite you to correct us. Holy Spirit, we invite you to discipline us when we not follow the plans and purposes of God. We don't want to be at the will of God. We want to be in the will of God because where the will of God is is where the power of God is demonstrated in awesome ways. So thank you so much, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the privilege of working with you and assisting God on his blessed earth. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we do pray and ask the blessing of God on this word. And God, may they see this week as they tap into the revelation that you give it, may they see a difference. May they see a breakthrough and a turnaround in their lives like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for assisting and helping us to carry out God's ordained will for our lives, for his kingdom, for his church. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And the church of Jesus Christ says, Amen. Praise God. Well, it has been a joy in this word tonight. I love getting down into the notes, nuts and bolts of the word of God. Bring out these little things that would just strengthen you and elevate you to a whole nother level. Well, 
this opportunity to worship God in your giving tonight. Amen. Minister Jenna is going to put on there uh, how you can give tonight. Listen, if you don't give, you can't receive. If you don't sow, your money won't grow. I mean, I can't say this enough to you that you have to be obedient to God. He said, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. He wasn't lying. So you got to be willing to give. You got to be obedient to give. And you have to go beyond, you know, some of you get stuck at $5, $20. You have to break from that. Hello. You got to break from that and, and do what the Lord wants you to do and carry out what the Lord wants you to carry out. Praise God. Are you listening, class? And when you do that, God supernaturally come through you in, in, a, in, a, in a mighty way and bless you tremendously. See, he's not going to make you give. He's not going to force you to give. He give you the opportunity to give. Why? So he can bless you abundantly. Give, and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He will cause men to give unto your bosom. You know, the other day um, here, uh, uh, I, I, you know, sometimes I go out and I just get, you know, greet the guests and say hello. And one person came back and said, give this to uh, Dr. Lord. It was a $100 tip. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask him for this. He said, give this. Praise God. The other day, I was uh, went to official with one of my coaches that I went to school with. He comes in to eat all the time. And I was buying some fishing rods from a new boat. And uh, he was there with me. So he looked at this pole and he picked up, put it down, put it back. He picked up. He said, man, this show is a nice pole. I showed, man, it's a nice pole. And so I kept shopping. Then the find the Holy Spirit say, buy that pole for coach. I said, okay. See, again, being, I'm talking about how to be led by the Spirit, even if you give it. I said, huh? He said, I want you to buy that for pole, uh, for, for coach. So I coach, I said, well, coach, you, you, you want that? I said, you like that? He said, yeah. I said, okay. And I brought, I picked it. I said, well, let me hold it. I brought it and put it with myself. He said, oh, no, don't do that. Don't. I said, coach, it's okay. I said, I know you're a giver. I said, you take me fishing and don't charge me nothing. So let me be a blessing to you. So I blessed him with that. Ron, the next day I came to work, somebody gave me three fishing rods. The very next day, three fishing rods. I gave that one. I'm just saying, he'll call me. I ain't say nothing about it. They came and said, you know, man, what a turnaround. What I'm trying to tell you, give and it should be given to you. No, we're not begging you. I'm telling you, increase God, God will increase you. Increase God, God will increase you. The more you increase him, the more you see y'all get stuck and don't want to elevate. And then your life don't go no higher in, in financial. You know, I don't mind telling you, we're rich. I'm a rich man of God. Amen. God made me rich. Praise God. Physically, spiritually, uh, emotionally, and financially. We're rich. But how much do I sow? 
think this dropped the ten thousand dollar seed in the kingdom of God. Every week I'm sowing 300, 500. I'm getting ready to sow uh, some money um, into another ministry. If I got to sit where. I'm just trying to change it, what I'm doing, but I'm being led by the Spirit. And as I be led by the Spirit, things happen. Things happen. Amen. So, Father, I just thank you for uh, the giving tonight that they will hear you and obey you. You said we'd be willing and obedient. We should eat the good of the land. I thank you tonight, Lord, that your people are going to obey and do what you ask them to do in support of your kingdom. We thank you for our new building, debt-free. Amen. Turnkey, debt-free new building. We thank you for it in advance. We know it's already done. And we know you're going to lead us to it. I just got to be patient and let you. We pray health. We pray wealth. We pray peace. We pray protection over everybody that's under the sound of my voice. Father. I decree miracles, I decree signs, and I, de I decree one that's beginning immediately as the spirit of truth. Let them see you love them so much, you care about them so much. You don't want them in pain, you don't want them in shame, you don't want them in like, you don't want them in insufficient, you want them in more than enough. He is the God of more than enough. Well, it's been a joy ministering to y'all. Listen, we're going to see you on Sunday morning. Come expecting a move of God. Come expecting to receive from God a miracle that is due to you by the direction of the Holy Spirit. Have a wonderful week, uh, the rest of your week, and we'll see you on Sunday at 8 o'clock. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.